welcome to Forward Launch Your SaaS. I'm Kira Woodard, the podcast marketer and owner of Forward Launch. In this series, I sit down with executives whose marketing campaigns have resulted in impressive growth for their startups. In each episode, our guests talk about the one biggest piece of wisdom that they would share with other B2B SaaS marketing execs. All right, I am sitting down today with Jonathan Sachs. Uh, Jonathan is on a mission to decimate no-show appointments. He has been running his appointment-based business, Go Reminders, uh, for since 2013, and they help increase business revenue while cutting wasted staff time. So Jonathan is actually the primary growth and marketing person, uh, and he loves helping small businesses with automation and communication. So Jonathan, I'm super excited to chat with you today and dig into your background. Yeah, well, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. What kind of prompted you to want to start Go Reminders? So uh, my co-founder and I, my friend and I at the time, uh, were thinking about building a few different things. And, um, you know, we really, we got this idea because being on the consumer end of the no-show problem, um, my co-founder got a call one day saying he missed an, uh, an eye hospital checkup on a procedure he had, he had went to a, a year earlier. And they called him a week after he missed the appointment to say, hey, you missed it. And would you like to reschedule it? And it was just mind boggling to us that that would be such a waste of resources, like the doctor, the nurse staff, the receptionist uh, who was sitting around waiting when he wasn't there. And then the receptionist to call to try to reschedule. And, you know, um, for many people that might be, a, oh, OK, like, let me schedule it months out. Just like the the when we calculated, you know, sort of a conservative estimate of the time wasted and the revenue uh mm -hmm. lost or wasted it would just seem like a no-brainer to try to solve and so uh yeah we started building and getting in front of people and uh it seemed like uh it was super helpful yeah I i've noticed that is kind of a big problem and like more and more software has been popping up within the past decade to kind of uh make streamline that process so it's really good that you guys got into that space it's it's like it's such a huge problem just in business in general but i can see how it'd be even a bigger problem like for like small service-based businesses yeah, and, like, and that's our office. core market we thought about it for sort of like hospital big organizations but it but we built it for small businesses um and that's our core uh customer and so you know either businesses that don't have like people solopreneurs they don't have time to remind people and they're getting no shows or businesses that have a team member who is just dedicated to making manual calls or or texts or manually texting people and they could just save so much time by automating the process um cut down on, on labor costs or really like reassign those team members who are probably extremely busy doing a million other things takes them off their plate give them something higher value to do uh, mm -hmm. rather than just sort of data entry yeah, that makes a ton of sense. So throughout your founder journey, uh, what would you say has been the one big insight that you would share with like other marketers at B2B SaaS companies? Sure. So the biggest thing for me and the biggest breakthrough was really just um, not trying to figure out what tactic was the best. I would often be in a situation where I would feel like, all right, I have these, you know, three different channels to uh to go after or uh have these you know 
four different agencies to hire. And I feel like any one of them could be great, but they all like, I don't know which one to pick. I don't know which which tactic to go after because if I choose it and I fail, it might be three months of wasted time and some money. And it would just feel so bad at the end of that. And um, so what I would end up doing is there'd always be these all little things sort of like working in the business instead of on the business type of things of like customer support or feature development or something else that would distract me while I'd figure it out, which marketing channel should I really uh, devote the next few months to. Um, and so, you know, what it changed is I just decided, you know, I don't, I, I got to the point where I was like, oh, I'm never going to figure out that answer. <laughs> uh, I'll just pick one. And it was really uncomfortable to feel like, okay, that no one, no one, no advisor is going to tell me the right answer. No consultant is going to tell me the right answer. Uh, no one, you know, no one except for me, uh, I'm going to be the one to pick it because all the advisors would be like, yep, that sounds good. Oh yeah, that sounds like another good one. <laughs> uh, and so really it just came down to realizing that I, I need to uh, move forward on one of them and, and knowing that it might be the wrong one. And the faster that I can get through one of them, um, either the 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 faster if it works out the faster we'll grow uh, from that tactic and if it doesn't work out the faster we'll grow because I'll know great that didn't work let me move on to the next one because uh, if I had three or four and I was planning on you know I, a quarter per year per each of each of these efforts um, if I waited a quarter then it would just be like delaying the inevitable and so uh, let's say even one or two of those were successful um, if I didn't choose one of them first even if it wasn't a successful one I wouldn't end up getting to the successful one so I spent a lot of time dabbling and starting and not finishing uh you know marketing efforts and sort of rough drafts of things and things like that um yeah. and uh yeah so a lot more trying um and doing rather than researching right less researching more doing i like that 100%. so <laughs> so the idea is just to kind of jump right into it and just like get the program going and just see like what the results are. So do you have any like uh, tips on how to do that successfully? Like what, what does it look like when you just make a decision on something? Or if you have, let's say three different marketing channels you're looking at, like, do you just pick one? Do you just, do you set a time frame? Like, do you, how do you, how do you decide on what to do? Yeah. So, I mean, I sort of aim for a middle ground between being uncomfortable and feeling like feeling confident about it. Uh, because if I would always used to aim for feeling confident about the decision and I never get there. And so now I'm like, all right, do I still feel uncomfortable? That's okay. But do I feel like this could be good? Yep. Could be good. All right, go for it. And so, you know, I do my research. I ask trusted, you know, advisors and friends and colleagues if I'm hiring an SEO agency or a copywriter or, or, or anything like that. Um, you know, uh, I really just have to trust my judgment. It's not that I was sort of shooting in the dark before I'm being like, Oh, uh, let me just hire a number one person on Google that shows up for XYZ category. And I don't know, I'll just pick a random budget. It's like, I would think through it a lot, get to the point where I'd be like, okay, I think this probably makes sense, but I'm not sure. And that's where I would delay. And basically when I get to that point now where I feel like, I think this could be good. And it's not going to break my company if it completely fails. It's very unlikely to completely fail. <laughs> if it is moderately successful, uh, it's okay. If it loses some money and 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 I learn something, I can move forward. It's okay. That's the way it is. You know, not everything is going to be is going to work perfectly. And so that's sort of what I aim for is just the feeling of 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 um, 
you know, enough confidence that I might tell someone else, yeah, try it. <laughs> uh, mm. And then I try to tell myself that. Yeah, I like that. So to kind of mitigate the the risk of just jumping into things, you, you're only focusing on things that you already know are like, if you're going to spend money on something, you know, you're comfortable losing the money. Is that how you go about it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, will I be disappointed? Yes. But like, will it, if I, if I, if I hire an agency for a project and then I have a budget for it, it's always, I know, I basically like know the risk and then I determine Mm -hmm. whether I'm okay with the risk. And usually I'm okay with the monetary risk. It's like, am I okay with failing at something that I feel like I put a lot of work into and I thought was going to be great? That's much harder for me. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so really that was what was holding me back on a lot of these things. Um, You know, if someone told me, yeah, you spend this amount of money um, and you'll have success, I would be ready to just, you know, write a check, (laughs) pay right then. Um, But it, but it's really, I think a lot of just like personal, um, hesitancy and and lack of confidence in myself um and and one of the things that got me there was just like talking to a lot of other con uh a lot of other marketers agencies and founders and realizing none of them have better ideas than i do in so many situations and like the ideas that they have sort of tweak or reinforce and once i did that enough and i got enough reinforcement of my own ideas and i was like oh okay like i do so now you know those were things that i had already been thinking about, but now I apply that to new topics and I I have a lot more confidence in myself because, you know, whether it was SEO skills or, um, or just like, you know, copywriting for our landing pages and things like that, like tweaks, um, you know, those were things that I was not sure about and, and became confident about. Now there are new skills, um, hiring and other things that, that I've been able to dive into and get done, you know, much more quickly and efficiently because of just like harnessing this, this scale of having confidence that um, if I'm pretty sure of it, it's, it's like, I should go for it. I don't mm. need to be right all the time. I can fail. It's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really important thing to keep in mind because you can only do so much analysis and before you, it crosses a, a line from I'm being prepared versus I've got yeah. analysis paralysis and you're yeah. just delaying the decision because it's you're you're not going to get any benefit out of uh sitting and thinking more about it. It sometimes it's better to just try things. That's a really totally. important reminder. Yeah. So if you had to kind of list like step by step what other people should do. Like let's say I'm a marketer and I want to start following your system in my company. Uh step by step, what should I start doing to make sure that I'm kind of uh doing less research and doing more doing? Yeah, so I, one thing that that has really helped me is just shifting my mindset from doing to trying. So there's always mm-hmm. emphasis on like taking action and doing things and I was always under the impression that that like that would only work if you knew the right thing to do. But it turns out that is not true. <laughs> that literally just doing at whatever stage you are, which in my mind was trying, because <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I have the skills. I don't know if I know what to do. That was I was like, well, I would just that would be trying it, but I wouldn't really be doing it because I wouldn't know what to do. But it turns out like you don't need to know what to do. Like if I went to write, you know, the difference between two people writing, uh, like creating pricing for our product um there's no right answer um you know one pricing one price might be better than the other but 
any either price is better than nothing. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, if you're if you're going from changing something to say like raising your pricing or, or redoing your plans, you can do a ton of research analysis and talking to pricing experts. But the the way to really find out whether it's there's so many variables. The way to find out whether it's going to work for your customers is to just try something. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, so yeah, so I just like that's the main thing for me is just shifting from this this idea of of uh, trying to figure out exactly what to do and then feeling like you need to figure that out before you do it um, and shifting toward the mindset of like, well, I'm just going to try something and uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, and the, the the more I got better, at, the, the faster I got at making decisions, uh, the more, the the better I got at those decisions. And so mm. that that's the other thing is just like make make more decisions faster <laughs> and, and the decisions... Um, uh, about like what to do um, and sort of like launch things. Um, Yeah. So try launch, (laughs) try launch test, try launch test, like see what works, measure it. Uh, If you can't measure it perfectly, that's okay. Move on and do the next thing. And that, that was another thing is that like anything that we do now, we basically, it's not really about statistical significance or like maybe it is, but that's like a very scientific formula, but if we get a 1% change in something and it's statistically significant that one version of our page is a website is better than another version of the website, but it's a 1% change. It doesn't matter how statistically significant it, it, that is, or like how much time we spent measuring it. It's not worth it. What we really need to aim for is like a 50% change in something or like a big enough change that it's way past statistical significance, whether or not it's better, that it's, it's better and it's a lot better. And so shooting for those things, like I'm not going to go to our homepage and change the headline slightly. I'm going to go to our homepage, change the headline entirely, make it twice as long, change the text underneath it, change another part of the text, change like six other things on our homepage, and then like put that out and see what works because I'll have to wait a year to see if a one word change on our website. And so it's like big changes quickly. Hmm. Um, yeah. That was different. Even if you're not comfortable. About it. Yeah. I think that, that weirdly makes sense because I, I like your, your insight about the, um, the measurement and analysis piece of it. Because if you're if you're having these really small results, like you said, a one or two percent difference in your conversion rate or your your traffic or something, uh, then was it really worth the amount of time that you spent measuring to even figure out whether it's working? Like maybe it's better to just aim right. for the results. And I also like the, the idea of if you just make more decisions faster, you get better at decision making rather than spending a lot of time up front trying to make a decision. It's like building any muscle or building any habit. Like you get way more efficient and better and more accurate at it uh, the more you do it. So what do you think are some pitfalls that people might fall into if they try to improve their decision-making or improve their speed to making decisions? Yeah, so I think one of the pitfalls is when you get to the point of measuring, um, you you can get frustrated disappointed and slowed down in the measuring phase uh, if you can't measure a difference. So essentially, whenever I don't see a big change, I just assume that um, there's either no difference or I can pick either one. And so that that for a while was like, oh, man, I guess we should wait, collect more data on that, 
do some other things in the meantime that like may not have been as high value while we wait to see what next we're going to do on this really high value thing. So it might be mm-hmm. changing something to our homepage or changing to our landing pages that 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 might be the most important thing we're focusing on. But I'm I'm sitting there for weeks or months collecting data. And it's like, I no longer do that. I look at the data. If it's ambiguous, I say, great, got to make another change. That test was like, that test is done. What else mm-hmm. can I do? And And if it's like, well, I tested a few things. It's like, okay, like, I probably need to test more and bigger changes. So, um, so, you know, now I'll spend like an hour, uh, picking out 10 headlines, like writing up 10 headlines and then picking one for our homepage that I might've, um, just like put off and put off and put off and like maybe spent hours on that whole thing and then asked a bunch of people about it and this and that. And when I launch it, if I don't see any change, I mean, I do that with like, I did that the other day with, with, with a bunch of uh, stuff and I'm, I'm looking at the data quickly. And for a very short period of time, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. great. That was our best day in three months. Could be a blip. Talk to you tomorrow. Like, I'm going to, I'm not going to look, I'm not going to dig into that data and try to find a definitive answer because it's like, I need enough time, but I need like a week or two. If a week or two goes by, it's just, if it's a significant improvement, I'll see it. If I don't, if it's ambiguous, I'm, I, I just, I'm done measuring that. Um, and so, yeah, so that, that's, that's one of the biggest pitfalls is just getting stuck in that measuring phase and feeling like, well, I'm, maybe I'm not measuring the six, the right way, or maybe it's like, it, it'll be obvious if the change is successful. <laughs> yeah. You've got me excited to just like go on my website and start AB testing to different headlines every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that like, for example, the changes we made on our, our website over the past few days, like it was a dozen different changes. I, I may have spent, I did spend about an hour, uh, maybe a little less, um, writing up 10 versions of, of the headline, the main headline, but the rest of it was maybe three to four more hours. And that was like the other, you know, 10 to 15 changes that, that I made. And that was implementing also, this wasn't just planning out. This was like thinking of the changes, making the changes and publishing them. And they were live the same day. And so, uh, yeah. So, yeah. because that had just that headline, like maybe that would have a 1% increase, but like all the other things, you know, it was like we, that first day we went from like 5% to 8%. So that was almost doubling, uh, you know, or at least more than, you know, uh, 50% growth on like on that conversion rate. And mm-hmm. so that's the kind of thing that I'm looking for is like, yeah, um, we're getting twice as many people signing up for the free trial type of thing. Um, mm. yeah. And just doing a headline, it wasn't going to do that. So if I had spent those five hours on the TED headlines and never made all the other changes, wouldn't have been worth it. Hmm. Okay. Now we all know that the very first thing we need to do is sit down and AB test every single thing on our website, every single thing in our conversion pages. And we need to spend like one hour maximum coming up with this stuff. Thank you, Jonathan. You this, kind of, <laughs> this has been a great interview. <laughs> and it's great um, being here. <laughs> yeah. Uh as we're wrapping up, it's time to shine a spotlight on you. So are there any projects you're working on? Is there anything you'd like people to know? And is there anywhere you'd like people to get in touch with you? Um yeah, I mean, just check out our, our product, go reminders, uh, go reminders.com. Uh, you know, find us on all the social platforms. If you have any questions, we have, you know, we pride ourselves on amazing customer support and and ease of use. And so we're really built for um, you know, people and small businesses that are not super tech savvy, um, but just looking for something to save them time um and get their clients and customers to, to show up on time so they can get business done. 
um that's pretty much it where we're, we launched some new features recently such as follow-up uh follow-up messages after an appointment to check in um hey uh want to leave us a review type of things and we have some exciting uh functionality around that that's coming out in the in the coming uh, months and um yeah that's about it right well thank you so much for sharing your story and sharing your insights with us absolutely happy to be here thank you for having me Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Forward Launch Your SaaS. If you'd like summaries, show notes, transcripts, downloads, and other helpful links and resources to help you implement the tactics you've heard here, then you can one, go to forwardlauncherSaas.com and two, subscribe to our email newsletter. Lastly, don't forget to share this podcast with your friends, colleagues, and neighbors and head over to iTunes to leave us a rating and review. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.